Okay, now joining me here on Next on the Tee are three of the top influencers in the game of golf, and that's Bill Bergen, Reese Jones, and Dwayne Horton. You guys hear me bragging on what a great course the McLemore is every single week here on the show, and what a wonderful experience. And my buddies and I have had the last two years going up there for our annual golf trip. Well, tonight I get to have two gentlemen who co-designed the course, Bill Bergen and Reese Jones, plus the CEO of the development company and the resort itself with me, Dwayne Horton. And I couldn't be more excited about that because there is a lot of great stuff going on up there at McLemore. Bill, thanks for coming back on the show. Reese, thanks for being here. Dwayne, it's always great having you as part of the show. Hey, Chris. Hello, Chris. Thanks for having us. Hey, Chris. Always good to talk to you. I appreciate you, Bill. Dwayne, I want to start with you. There are some very exciting things going on up there at McLemore. When my buddies and I were there, we could see the new putting course taking its final stages of being completed, and then a lot of construction going on just off the uh, first uh, tee and fairway. Uh, then you got the, the band back together with Bill and Reese, so update us. What's going on? Oh, we've got a lot of great things going on above the clouds. We've, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, think uh, that when we got the 18th finish, we were just kind of wrapping up, but we are really just getting going. Uh, you know, being able to work together again with Bill and Reese, uh, they did such an amazing job for us with the redesign that we have. We built one new hole. That was the 18th because we needed room uh, for the clubhouse to go on the old 18th hole. Um, we did add the short course there beside it. And then on um, the other side, we did just recently open the putting course, like you said, and it's, it's open with a, with a bang as well. Uh, but we do have some big news to share tonight. Uh, this is our first public announcement. You've been really great with us. Uh, but we are now launching our next 18 holes at McLemore. Uh, we would not have been able to do it without the success, again, of the collaboration of Bill and Reese um, on the first one. But our tea sheets are filled uh, many days. We have a, a Hilton Curio Collection Hotel that's going to open in about 18 months. And we just don't have enough room uh, for all of our guests and friends uh, and members that are playing. So uh, we are starting the new 18 holes, and uh, it's going to be named the Outpost at McLemore. So, Dwayne, to that end, right, as you talk about the tee sheet be being filled up, is that what led to the, the need for a second 18 holes? Was eight was another 18 always something that you wanted to do, or was just it the overwhelming demand? led you in this direction? It was a combination of things. I wish I could say it was part of the original plan, um, um, but it really is based on the overwhelming response that we've had um, for people wanting to come and play. Um, and while, uh, you know, while we do have uh, uh, something unique in the game of golf, uh, you know, a lot of people have played mountain courses. Uh, this is really something different. It's not in the mountains. It's on top of the mountain. And, uh, you know, with our friends, our members, our guests have just shared the word. Uh, they wanted to share the experience with others. And we have many people that have, uh, you know, played multiple times a year with destination trips from all over the country. We now have people traveling internationally to come see us. So it really is the demand and the new homes that we're building, the new memberships that we're selling. Um, and the 245-room uh, Hilton Curio Collection Hotel that we is under construction now and is going to open, uh, the demand that that's going to bring along with it. But this this property that we're talking about tonight, and I really 
look forward to Bill and Reese sharing on this. When when we found this property, I'd had my eye on it for a while. Uh, when I first saw it, I didn't really think golf course, but after building, um, having the opportunity to work with Bill and Reese on the existing course and just, you know, the experience that that was of a lifetime to then lay my eyes on this new property with a, you know, new lens, this property is, um, it kind of demands that it be a golf course. And I, again, I think Reese and Bill with their experience will be able to speak to that better. Uh, I think, uh, I, I love seeing, uh, their eyes open and, uh, the smiles on their faces when they first step foot on property. But, uh, this property really demands it. And I think it's going to be unbelievably, um, well received in the golf, uh, in the game of golf. Bill, it's hard to imagine that you could one up yourselves with a, a second golf course up there. So to Dwayne's point, how does the, Second piece of property compared to what you had to work with at Macklemore. Well, great question, but I'd like to just start out with talking about the 18th hole at Macklemore. And all of us know that if we didn't build that golf hole and people didn't like it as well as they do, we would not be discussing what we're discussing right now. So, um, and you know, the Macklemore property is a really exciting place. We we just had some of the guys who are golf professionals at Stream Song there last week, and they sent me a note how, about how much they loved it. And that's that's nice, you know, a nice compliment when it's coming from guys who are at Stream Song, which is a 54-hole destination golf resort, which leads us to the Outpost. So, as you ask kind of questions about with Dwayne about you know, the need for that golf course. Well, I think as soon as that hotel started coming out of the ground, we all knew that we needed, we needed that. We want to be that place that you go, um, and want to stay. And the outpost, I describe it very simply as a fabulous golf course that you could have anywhere in the country. And we just happen to be able to place it right next to the edge of a mountain that has made Macklemore uh, what it is today. So we, we've got the entire golf course just placed on the edge of that mountain with five holes right on the cliff edge. And it's, it's just hard to describe. I was there two hours ago and I tell people that when I'm there, I never want to leave. And my assistant Matt was with me and I always tell him, Hey, we've got to go because we're going to be on Chris's show. And he never believes me because we're always late because we never want to leave the property. And it, it's that good. And it's just, it's just asking for a golf course, like Dwayne said. And, and, uh, I can't wait for Reese to see what I saw today because it was something brand new, uh, because we're just starting to expose the property. But it's just, he's going to be so excited as soon as he sees it on Friday. And Reese, as, as Bill talks about the 18th hole, do you feel any added pressure to make sure the second course lives up to what you did? With Macklemore, because that 18th hole, like like uh, Bill was talking about, has been recognized as one of the top finishing holes in all of golf. Does that put pressure on you guys to live up to that? I think maybe uh, that's a good point. However, I think that, uh, you know, Dwayne and Bill, we all worked as a team, and, and Dwayne gave us that land for that 18th hole. And then by Lynx Magazines, it's ranked in the top 10 finishing holes in the world. So that's a pretty good credential. I think that 18th hole, as Bill points out, will bring people from all over the world to Macklemore because 
Uh, they go to Pebble Beach to play the seventh hole. So they go to Danzante Bay, of course, they built Mexico to play the 17th hole. So I think that attracts them. But I don't think there's a lot of pressure. I think the land, as Bill points out, is so spectacular. I've been on the property, but I haven't been on it when he's opened it up. So the views are going to be so spectacular. Uh, the long views down to the valley of just about every hole. And it'll, it'll be an unbelievable golf experience and a phenomenal golf course because the land is just so suitable for natural, uh, you know, holes that really don't need to be messed with much. We have the streams and the rock outcrops, the gently flowing topos. We have the cliffside. Every hole is going to have a distinctive feature, but at the same time, it's really a minimalist design, which is really the old classic, uh, golden age type design. So, uh, I think we're very, very lucky with both courses. And Reese, to your point about the land, I believe Macklemore presented some challenges to you guys since it's, it is on Lookout Mountain. You had a lot of rock to move, dynamite your way to clearing some of the land for the golf course. Are you expecting more of those kinds of challenges this time around as well? Well, actually, the soil is very good on this site. It's, it's, there's a good depth of the soil. I think we're going to be able to shape it uh, more easily than most mountain golf courses. A lot of mountain golf courses have holes that you have to force on the site because it's, they're so rugged. I think what Dwayne uh, brought out, this land suits itself to golf. Uh, it has to be a golf course. And the original 18 really fits the land so effectively. So it's an unusual mountain setting uh, on the top of the Lookout Mountain that really don't have any holes that are forced on any pieces of the property. Bill, you talk about several of the holes as you plan out the second course being right there on the edge like we like we see at 18 at McLemore and right off the green on number one on the current golf course. Talk about the, the challenges of being right on the mountain's edge and producing, you know, holes that are going to be spectacular to look at, but probably even harder to play. Yeah, so let me go back to what Reese just said about the um – how the land works. So I was out today on the entire front nine and there's, there's not a center line post that you can't see from the playing position that you're about to play from to the next, to the next post. You can practically see all of them at one time, all of them. And, and so that's with no grading, Chris. That means that that golf course just lays on the property so beautifully that we really don't have to move much dirt. We, we do have rock. We have rock to deal with, but as Reese said, the soil quality is excellent. So we're really excited about that. And then you mentioned the five holes along the edge. Well, on the original 18th at Macklemore, we built that on a, you know, probably a 20%, 25% grade. It was about as steep as you can get in order to, you know, cut the right side, fill the left side, and bench in a fairway. Con- contrasting to this golf course is the, the land right next to the edge is basically flat. And in fact, the ninth hole is probably a hundred yards wide with very little elevation change from side to side. And that goes right along the edge. I was fooling around today thinking about names and it just looks like a ridge runner. You're just running along the edge of the left ridge, but there's so much room. So I think people are going to feel actually really comfortable and excited at the same time. Reese, when I see the drawings of the golf course, from the tips, the course is going to have eight holes that are over 500 yards. 
including the par 5 10th hole that's going to measure somewhere around 630 yards. Is this, of course, combined with Macklemore, something you could see a, a Corn Ferry Tour, a PGA Tour, or an LPGA Tour event being played on? Yeah, absolutely. I think what Dwayne and Bill and I have talked about is that we want this golf course to suit everybody's game. We want the best in the world to want to come here and be challenged by it. We also want the beginners and the entry-level golfers to have the property. And the site is going to be open. It's to be able to play the ground game as well as the aerial game. So I think this is sort of an old classic design that really enables golfers to play any kind of shot and diversified shots. And, and I think they'll play different angles as you're, as Mark Levy was talking about St. Andrews. I think it's going to be a pretty wide corridor. So I think on any given day, depending where the pin is, a lot of golfers will play certain side of the fairway to access the green or the pin position or the hole location, as they say today. So I, I think that this is going to be a never-ending source of pleasure and uh, competitive spirit for anybody that plays it, and it's really designed for every caliber player. Dwayne, similar question yeah, to you. With these two championship courses, could you see something like we see at Pebble Beach every year where there's a championship contended across multiple courses? Could this be something similar? You know, um, we really, first, we are building it for the pleasure of those that are going to be playing it on a regular basis. Um, you know, Bill um, and Reese both have done a tremendous job throughout their careers of do, of, of uh, creating courses uh, that people love um, and enjoy. Um, obviously, with Reese's uh, background, uh, you know, Bill's played in championship course uh, events, including the British Open at St. Andrews uh, that's coming up. Uh, Reese has probably designed more you know, major courses than any other architect that's ever existed. Um, so to have both of them working together, while we are building it for the enjoyment of our members, our get, our overnight guests and friends, um, we are making sure that if um, a um, tournament was to come there, that it will be able to host it, that we'll have the right corridors, we'll have the right setup, um, and uh, it'll uh, the strategy will be there to make it a very interesting as well as a, a beautiful venue. And Chris, you know, there's a couple of things I want to add, uh, a couple of technical aspects, but I think it really speaks uh, to what we're doing with this property. Uh, you know, Bill and Reese have a design here that if you remove the dams that we're uh, creating to store rainwater, we're moving well less than a foot of dirt over the entire site. Uh, on wow. It is laying that well. We are not moving... Uh, the land just lays so well. Um, you know, the, the most sacred, uh, the first rule of golf, uh, the most sacred rule is, you know, is play it as it lies. And we're applying that to the design of the course itself. We literally are laying out the holes and they have laid out the holes to where we don't have to move dirt. It, it just works so well. And when you play it, you're going to feel like you are on the virgin land that this is built on and part of this mountain setting. And while we talk about an edge, I think Reese has done a fabulous job of this, and our master planner talks about it all the time, that people are drawn to the edge. Uh, you know, it makes you kind of look outside of yourself and look beyond. Uh, but what's neat about this, it's not just where land meets sky. It's this irregular shape that adds this... Um, you know, 
know, micro-level interest to it that literally shapes the greens and shapes the tee boxes and helps shape the fairway. And with all of this that we're talking about being on a mountain, you know, nearly 1,500 feet above the valley floor below, it's going to be a walkable course. Uh, from the members' tees, it's under a five-mile walk, and we're going to have less elevation change or topography than exists on Pebble Beach or Augusta National. It, it's I don't know anything else in the game of golf that exists quite like this. And we're, I'm just beyond excited that our team um, has been stewarded with this opportunity. And we are really wanting to do the best job we can, coming back to your question, for everyone that plays it on a regular basis and also create something that could be a special tournament championship um, location if uh, it so worked out. Bill, to Dwayne's point, you've played in several major championships and you played out on tour for, for several years. So you've had a, a wealth of experience on what the greatest golf courses in the game are. Where do you put McLemore and, and the Outpost now for your plans for the Outpost uh, anyway? Where do you put those amongst some of the best that are out there? Well, the first thing is I think that uh, Reese and I have a routing that is just excellent for the site. So picture a, a basically an amphitheater with five fingers that kind of move up, up into a slight elevation. And each of those fingers, you turn around and you get a reveal of the entire cove below, you know, and, and there's not a hole on the golf course that you won't see that. So that's, that's an, we have an amazing gift with the property. And now it's up to us. To, to take what we've got because we, we have everything we need in order to produce as interesting and exciting and playable golf course as possible. We are stretching from 7,800 to barely over 4,000. And we've got 300,000 square feet of tea space, which we normally have a hundred. So there's such versatility with the design of this golf course. And then you mentioned St. Andrews and one of the Really cool strategic aspects of St. Andrews is you can hit the ball safely all day long, but you will never score as well if you do that. And at St. Andrews, you have to take a little risk on the outside, um, which would be the right side on, on basically every hole. And if you take that risk, you encounter more bunkers, you encounter more gorse, you encounter more trouble, but you open up angles into the greens. And so... My thought on this golf course, it's a big golf course. We're clearing 200 acres. There's plenty of room to play golf. But what we want to do is take this big golf course and yet make it play small. And and that means, depending on hole location, you have this strategy. Next hole, you want to know where the golf You want to look ahead. You want to pay attention to this golf course as you play it because it will re- reveal the proper way to play it that day. And we want it to be diverse every day. So it's, it's, the opportunity is just waiting for us. Obviously we have, we have excellent plans so far, but we haven't even started on greens plan. And there's nothing more important than the greens plan. Sort of, it's sort of everything about the golf course that matters. So we're getting, we're getting close to entering that stage and we've got, we've got a fun thing planned for that as well. So it's, it's an exciting time. Reese, same question to you. You certainly know what it's like to either design or go in and renovate championship level golf courses. Where does this piece of property fit for you? Well, I think what's going on now in golf, especially with the USGA picking 
the uh, classic golf courses to sort of be their their ongoing site. I think that's what we have. Bill and I have uh, right now a piece of property that can create a, a pre-depression golf course uh, that just plays well for everybody. Uh, it's not, not forced on the land. The land actually dictates the design. Uh, so I think that that's why we're going to really be able to build a uh, classic style and I think, as Bill points out, the angles are going to matter. We'll have diagonal greens. We'll have a way to access all the greens on the ground, uh, much like the old classic golf courses. Uh, Tillinghast McKenzie, if, if you chose to go on the ground to the green, you don't actually go to the flag, but you're going to be on the surface and two putts. Uh, so I think we have the opportunity to build one of the great golf courses in the world on this site because the site is just that spectacular. And plus, we have the edge and the five holes along the edge. It's almost like you're having the cliffs of Pebble Beach uh, on a mountain site. So uh, you can't get that really anywhere else. Dwayne, like we talked about at the top, you got the hotel going up, the houses that are available to be booked for stay and plays, the on-site restaurant. You got the short course. You got the Himalayas putting course. This is not only a golf destination with all of those wonderful things, but Pretty soon, companies are going to be able to come there for retreats, meetings, getaways. You got families and couples that are going to have a resort there that has more than just golf, oh, by the way. Talk about what else is going to be there for visitors. Yeah, well, there's, you know, the great thing about Lookout Mountain, it was already, uh, you know, it's a scenic and historic destination. Um, there's, there's two national parks on the mountain. Uh, there's two of the best state parks, uh, um, in each state of Georgia and Alabama within just 15 minutes of the site. Uh, there's multiple land trusts that are protecting the land because of the natural beauty. I think, you know, all of these different agencies working together, including the state, one of the state's largest wildlife management areas, all these agencies working together to protect this land, I think, you know, should speak to the natural beauty that exists with, you know, hundred foot waterfalls and mountain streams and then, uh, cliff edges that, uh, you know, the largest hang gliding school in the world, uh, exists on, uh, there's, you know, the U.S. cycling competition literally ran on our highway, uh, that Macklemore is located on. We have an Ironman competition, an annual Ironman competition there every year. Uh, you know, some of the best caving, spelunking in the world, mountain climbing, uh, there's, there's an unlimited amount of activity uh, that can be done, and we're really creating, while everybody knows us for our golf, I think long-term, um, we're going to really be something that people want to share um, with their family, uh, with their friends. Uh, you can come here and rest and just soak up the views, um, you know, again, experience the sunrises, um, the, the light uh, through the uh, valley change throughout the day with cloud covers. You'll wake up some morning and you'll have a cloud cover below you covering the valley floor and it looks like an ocean of clouds. Um, you can sit there and relax and just, uh, you know, recharge your batteries or you can come here and have the adventure of your life, um, as well. So while we are golf and while we're wanting to do the best we can, uh, with what we're given, uh, there's so much that we've already been blessed with. Um, with this location that we're hoping we could share more of uh, as we continue to grow. We're, we're working to 
it's one thing to have the facilities, but we're beginning to now hire people, create events. We have the songwriter series going on. Uh, we have a, a wine tastings and curated cocktails. We're going to start uh, having guided uh, hike, uh, mountain bike rides, uh, creating concierge services that can put people together with um, the local um, groups that are already in place uh, for horseback riding um, and others, and uh, just really continue to expand and um, offer, uh, you know, share everything that this area has to offer with all of our members um, and guests. And, you know, I do want to share with what we're doing with the outpost. We, we, we announced this internally to our friends, our members, our existing investors, and um, we had three membership levels. And the, uh, the highest membership level, uh, we're only going to have 125 founding members of this. Uh, the rest of the play will be overnight uh, guest rounds uh, through the hotel or through our stay and play uh, or accessed by our existing members. Uh, but this 125 existing, I mean, uh, founding members that we have at the highest level, we've already sold out of that and are on a waiting list now. And uh, there's 25 of those. The next level uh, at 50, uh, we already have 32 of those reserved. Um, so we're just now making it public. Um, and uh, there is an opportunity uh, to still participate if there's anyone that would like to share. But I appreciate you bringing that up, Chris. There's so much. While golf is big for us, we're bringing the best in the business to, again, give us the best uh, uh, you know, service and experience that we can offer. We are so much more than just golf at the same time. Bill Reese, one more for each of you. And I'd be remiss if. Open Championship Week, and Bill, we we mentioned the Open Championship that uh, that you were in, and you you were a part of there at St. Andrews. You shot the low round of the tournament. You shot a 66. Talk about what you expect to see and what it was like uh, for you being a part of an Open Championship played at the home of golf. Well, with this being the 150th Open Championship, with so many great young players at the top of their game, with Tiger back from his injury. And really, uh, enjoying the process. You've seen it over the last couple of days with him. I can't be more excited than to spend as much possible time over the next, uh, four days starting on Thursday watching this event and reliving and, and, and recreating the memories that I had there. It, it's a magical place. And, you know, the home of golf, the golf course, Chris, is as flat a golf course as you'll ever see. But you can't believe how much movement there is to the land and how many uncomfortably blind shots there are. So it's, it's a brilliant golf course. It has stood up very well. I am also interested in seeing what today's length does at St. Andrews. Um, I'm hoping it's fiery, fast, and fun. I know the weather's going to be pretty good, so it's going to be a really exciting week, and it can't miss TV for me. Reese, you played St. Andrews, I believe, the first time was all the way back when you were a teenager. What was it like for you playing uh, the home of golf? Well, I actually hit over the station master station before they took it down and put the old course hotel up there. And, uh, you know, I, I did shoot 76 uh, in the later years, so I bogeyed the last two holes, so I'm still upset about it. Um, but <laughs> I, I think I think I three-putted both greens. I, uh, I even hit the 17th green in regulation. I three-putted it. But um, I think what Bill points out, I think the angles are important. I think 
you know, when we go and play it as an amateur, I play, the caddies tell you to play left. But if the pros want to, ma- they're mastering the place, they play right. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how it's played today, if it's firm and fast, because it's, uh, they'll be able to play the aerial game, which they weren't able to play in years past because it was really a golf course that was played on the ground. So I, the length factor is going to be very, very interesting. And I'm not, I know that, Poetry added some length years ago, which I think is very beneficial. Uh, but I think they just have to hope that the wind picks up because that's what's going to make it a real challenge. Dwayne, before I let you guys go, remind our listeners how they can get more information about, you know, coming up there and playing on their own with a group, corporate memberships, all that sort of thing. How can they go online and get more information about all of that and book their stays? Yeah. Thank you, Chris. So. Uh, the easiest way is our website, uh, themacklemore.com, just T-H-E, um, macklemore.com. And, uh, we literally have been holding it back. We just put on a link today for the outpost to share more information with anybody that wants to learn more about the technical aspects of that. And, uh, Chris, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity to allow us to come on. You've been great, uh, to us. We, uh, uh we appreciate from the very beginning, uh, the efforts that we've given and, uh, it's just always a pleasure to to have any moment with uh with Bill and Reese together. Uh, they're absolutely a pleasure to work with, and uh, you know their passion and their skills. Uh, just been one of my life treasures to be able to witness and participate with them on really doing something special in the game. So thank you, Bill. How can our listeners follow the great things that you've got going on at Bergen Golf? Well, thanks, Chris, and I appreciate your support always of my work and uh, Macklemore. They've been a great, a great partner for us, and um, I can't wait to get you up there with Reese and I one day and uh, give you a tour of this property. But you can see my stuff at uh, BergenGolf.com, and we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we enjoy uh, progress uh, posts of our of our finished work and our work as it's going so you'll be seeing a lot of the outposts coming soon and let me tell you it's going to be an exciting follow Reese how about the same for you how can we stay up to date with all the great things you're doing well we're doing a lot of work in Florida we're building a 12 hole golf course in Missouri we just built a course in Johnsonville South Carolina which is the old Wellman Club we're bringing it back it was abandoned and uh, we're building a new course in the Pat Skills for a casino, the old Concord Hotel, um, and we're doing one in Sao Paulo, Brazil, if we can travel back and forth a little more easily pretty soon. So uh, we've been quite busy. The golf industry for for us has been very, very hot at this time, and I just I think the projects like Macklemore uh, really enhance the game and enhance the pleasures. I think the hotels could be a huge success. I think the one thing that Dwayne mentioned about working with Bill and myself. We love working with Dwayne and all his people. People that make life go around. And, and the group at, at Macklemore is such a great group of people. It's just a pleasure to be around them and, and really to work together. So, And I think that is reflected on everybody that visits. And when they come to the hotel, they're going to get that same feeling. Everybody's going to feel like they're a member of the community because the people are so special. 100%. Couldn't agree more with that statement, Reese. Well, guys, Dwayne, Bill Reese, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedules to come back and be a part of the show again tonight. I hope you guys will come back again soon. Update us. Let us know how things are going at the outpost. It sounds like, it sounds exciting. I can't wait to see it. 
Chris. Take care, fellas. Stay safe. All the best to you and your families. We'll catch up soon. Okay. Folks, that is Phil Bergen, Reese Jones, and Dwayne Horton from the McLemore. And folks, you guys know, I mean, you hear me bragging about the McLemore every single week here on the show and what a great experience we've had now two years in a row going up there and uh, having our annual golf trip. The, the, the original course, the McLemore, is, is as outstanding a piece of property and outstanding golf course as you'll find anywhere on the planet. Again, it's not just me saying that. You're hearing that from Lynx Magazine. You're hearing it from Kip Henley, who uh, who's come on the show several times and bragged about the golf course as well. And now we get the outpost, five holes along the edge of the mountain on top of that. I, I, I mean, I'm speechless. I can't wait to go see it. Phil sent me a little snapshot of, of uh, what the Vista kind of looks like from one of the golf holes earlier tonight. And it looks spectacular. And he says it's even better in person. And I'm sure he's He's 100% right about that. So I can't wait to see what the, the property looks like. I can't wait to see how the golf course starts to round out and take shape. And uh, and then just all the other amenities that you have around. You heard Dwayne talk about it. But they've got a, a, a beautiful-looking uh, hotel that's going to have uh, some pretty spectacular views as well. So everything about the place. Like, and again, and they and they treat you so well, right? And, and as Reese said, the people really make the difference, and the people do make the difference up there. They all treat you so well. So you've got spectacular golf. You've got a great restaurant. You've got entertainment with the little short course that Bill and, and Reese put together. You got the Himalayas putting course. You're going to have this wonderful new hotel. Boy, I, I just can't imagine why you would want to go anywhere else and why you wouldn't want to go experience it for yourself. So stay tuned. We'll keep you up to date with all the great things they're doing. Hopefully we get to have all three guys back on the show and giving us an update for how the course is rounding into shape. All right, my friends, it is time for me to put a bow on this episode of Next on the Tee. My sincere thanks again to Rob Strano, Mark Wiebe, Bill Bergen, Reese Jones, and Dwayne Horton for joining me tonight. Next week, I'm going to be taking a little time off, spend some time with my in-laws at the beach. When I return on Tuesday, July the 26th, my guests are going to be 1978 PGA champion John Mahaffey will be back with me. We'll get a visit from 1984 gold medal Olympic figure skater Scott Hamilton. Looking forward to having Scott as part of the show. Plus the tournament director of the Travelers Championship, Nathan Grood, will be here, as will my co-host from over on the football side. Our show Thursday night tailgate, Bob Lazari, will be here with me as well. So it's going to be a great show, folks. I hope you'll come back and be a part of it with us. You can listen to this show as a podcast on just about every major podcasting app out there including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast.co, Audioboom, Player.fm, and Podbean. Folks, if you've got a favorite podcasting app or site, we're probably on that one as well. Just click the search bar, type in next on the T, you'll probably find us on there as well. Please also check out our website, nextonthetea.net, to see what our upcoming guest schedule looks like. Plus, we've got links to recent episodes and individual guest segments. So whether you've got 90 minutes or 20 minutes, we've got great content on there for you as well for free. Oh, by the way, folks, thank you again for choosing to listen to this show tonight. I know there are a lot of golf podcasts out there for you to choose from. I'm very thankful that you continue to make Next on the T one of them. Until two weeks from tonight, hit them straight, my friends.